Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Corner Talks. Welcome back, Mark Anthony Saria, actor, filmmaker. How are you, buddy? How's it going, man? Great. TGIS. Thank God it's Saturday, man. I love it. I love it. Man, yeah. Glad we're Why, back. You had a busy here? week? You had a busy oh, week? What happened? God, bro. It's been busy with work. I've been working like nights. I've been working the last like month through weekends so i kind of busted my ass this week so i could like have some downtime this weekend so i'm glad i uh, yeah. got a chance to pop on here again man of course man yeah it's uh we we actually did an ig live <laughs> spontaneously on uh oh. what was it thursday <laughs> or wednesday and it was actually the most random thing too i was i was chilling by my phone because i'm trying to like figure something out uh that i was editing and i just see uh you pop in on live and i'm like i gotta join this thing <laughs> and i just said hey what's going on and uh yeah you looked uh i have to give you i credit, was literally just feeding my baby yeah exactly the, the phone looked like the angle you had it looked like the phone was passed out like the perspective like it was just on the side but uh <laughs> oh was it even the phone i don't think i fucking battery. changed <laughs> bro it looked like your angle that's why i kept saying the joke that's why you weren't understanding maybe you didn't understand i was I like yo your phone looks like it passed out and you're like ha ha back to video games <laughs> I don't think Back I to took that MC. in at all. I did not take no. that in at all. It was actually the funniest. I should have snapshotted for you. It was, it was so jokes. Um, but yeah, I have to give credit to you, man. Like, it didn't seem like you were having a stressful week. You were just, as long as I guess your family's around, right? Feeding your kid, just enjoying yourself, you know, taking one day at a time. That's it, man. It's all about perspective, bro. You know, like everything's stressful, but it's, uh, it's the attitude that you carry that basically <laughs> makes it bearable or not <laughs> yeah exactly but so our last podcast fun. yeah our last podcast you were you were talking about like your relentless pr- pursuit i call it for happiness and it, you changed switched your mindset on all the experiences you've gone through realizing you know this is what i want to you know whatever whatever makes me happy is should be held at the ultimate you know no i was supposed to say 100 percent. that's like a huge uh part of my life positivity um good energy you know um surrounding myself with uh uh, people and you know just um, thoughts that uh, enforce that mo mm-hmm. so um, but that's definitely my thing man I'm always looking on the bright side uh, but uh, you know life's life man you just gotta take it and uh, have a good time yeah uh, on that note let's uh, let's discuss something I, I blurted out there about video games uh, because sorry and I we we commend video games we you know put it on a different uh it's, a, it's become a, a piece of art in itself. And a lot of the games that we've played and we plan on discussing have really uh, shaped our inspiration, our craft as filmmakers and what we project in our stories. And I know, uh, Saria, that lucky bastard, got the PlayStation 5. And, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I think it fell off a truck. I'm not sure how he got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, Spider-Man. Yeah, pretty, exactly, right? Miles Morales, what? What? <laughs> yeah, man. So, it's, um, um, yeah, man, bro, games, they're literally, they feel like movies these days, you know, like these, um, these new gen um, uh, games that are like hugely cinematic and, and, and these video games are literally casting like actors to yeah. like, star like live action motion capture doing motion capture exactly yeah yeah so that's crazy man they've really uh really upped the bar in the last few years with that storytelling piece uh obviously with uh, like these these next gen uh consoles uh graphics are through the roof man everything is looking awesome 
which kind of like makes going back to play older good games that like you like started loving yeah feel like outdated but it's like because you're so used to the 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 modern standard of like graphics oh yeah thing right yeah but they're still classics you know you still go back and enjoy them mostly nostalgic but i feel like if anybody were to just pick up that game that like started it for you uh it just wouldn't hit the same uh well it yeah, but back to what you were saying about the art form and, you know, how they're making that transition, bringing on actual Hollywood actors. Um, I bet you people that are filmmakers, directing shots or scenes, whatever have you. Christopher Nolan, he uh, introduced the game of the year. Um, he announced the winner for Last of Us Part Two. And if you guys don't believe us, go on YouTube and search that up. It's a great speech he made about how it's a force to be reckoned with. Uh, it's, it's a great industry. Like Last of Us Part Two, man. I know people love the Uncharted games. But Last of Us Part Two is like the Oscar winner. It's like, I, I can't even, it, it immerses you so much that you don't want to let down that controller. And yeah, it, it's taken video games to a whole new level. And rightfully so, why it won the numerous awards that it did. Uh, what are your experiences with that game? Have you played it? Oh, 100%, man. I started with the first one. I actually got it remastered uh, for the PS4. Because uh, I believe it came out on the on the PS3 initially. Yeah, the last uh, but- game, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't get around to it till I got the PS4. So I got the remastered version. Um, so I was a little bit late to the game, but literally. <laughs> yeah, literally um, late to the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, it was amazing. Like the e- even the graphics hold up from that one. Uh, but the storytelling yeah. and everything is awesome. It's such a deep, dark story. Very relatable. Huge uh, character development points. Um, it just really makes you care about that dynamic that you're basically carrying throughout the game and then to follow it up with uh i'm almost on par or even better uh, yeah. uh sequel is so hard to come by these days especially when they really knocked it out of the park the first time right so uh, there was definitely for the second one in my experience um it was very dark you know mm-hmm. even the way that they ended it uh and in my i we can get into that i didn't love the ending Ah. I thought it was, I thought it was dark, man. I really thought that they should have ended it with Ellie. Like I first, I, it was such a dark and like, I, I went back and was like looking at like the developers notes and they wanted it to feel sad. They wanted it Mm -hmm. to feel like there were these huge stakes. Right. And I feel like I was just like the whole game was so heavy. And I'm like, oh, man, I just want this fucking girl to be happy. She's moving on this farm with her lesbian fucking girlfriend and a kid. And I'm like, I just want it to end there, man. So in my mind, I'm like, that's where that's where it ended. That's where it ended for me. But then she goes and tries to kill. What what was her name? Anne? Anna or? or... Yeah. Yeah. Annie. Annie, I think. Annie. Was it Annie? Annie? Yeah. 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 But I'm like, she went and she didn't even kill her. So I'm like, she lost all of that. Didn't even do what she went to go do. And she lost her family, right? And like, now she's yeah, yeah, it's- uh, She let her go. It's a very uh, controversial game uh, for a lot of the, the fans. I was, I was very surprised. And I didn't read any of their reviews or feedback because I didn't want it to tamper with my perspective of the game. I wanted to play it through like a movie, right? You watch it and then you see what the critics have to say. Yeah. And yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it- uh, thoroughly throughout it um it had its moments for sure where i thought the lesbian girlfriend was going to you know turn on her her and uh you know team up with the asian guy and you know do something devious um but it didn't happen there was a lot of twists and turns uh things that you didn't expect um but 
I just, I, I really enjoyed how it ended. I really enjoyed also the world, how, how it grew, explored the world and showed that it's not just about Joel and Ellie. Cause I think that's what the creators were trying to show you is that, I don't know if I talked to you about this or other, other filmmakers, uh, we, we get, we tend to get attached to our characters that we think that they're the be all end all, but we forget that they belong in their own universe. And in that universe, no one, they're not famous. They're not iconic. They're just there. Right. I, I use this example, for example, uh, Han Solo in the Star Wars universe to us. It's like, yeah, create an action figure, slap it on a lunchbox, sell it for a thousand bucks, whatever. But <laughs> you put it in the Star Wars universe and they're going like, no one cares that they're Han Solo. Right. It's even was stated in the solo Star Wars story. And my point, what I'm trying to get back is with Joel and Ellie is. Um, it showed that there were other characters that they impacted based on those decisions of you know, we're going into spoilers, guys, but if you haven't played the game by now, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, basically saving uh, Joel, choosing to save Ellie uh, from being, you know, killed uh, so that she's the cure for this virus, right? This this pandemic that seems to uh, have no end. And, you know, those characters like Annie, you know, she's the daughter of the doctor that gets massacred and the only one that can take care of uh, this operation and, you know, serve humanity and save them really. And it just shows again, the ripple effect of where it reaches, but it's not just so much a revenge story. It's, it dives into the characters where it shows like how real they are and the humanity that they go through. And they feel like everyone has a motive, you know, like Ellie has a motive obviously because for Joel, you know, uh, feeling very protected by him and, you know, all, all the things that he went through with her. So when she sees again, spoilers, when she sees him, you know, being annihilated by, by Annie and her, her thugs, right. It, it was a heartbreaking scene, but it needed to happen in order to carry the, the story into a new direction. And also to show that Ellie has her own future, uh, and her own path to kind of take care, go forward. But yeah, with the whole dynamic between, there are two different worlds. Like it kind of just shows you how far one would go and how the deterioration of the pandemic, uh, how it took, how it basically stripped the humanity of these characters, um, desensitized them, that they'll, they basically turn into animals, right? Animalistic characteristics. And back to what you were saying about letting, letting her go, because she went that far. You know, Ellie was trying to get revenge on that girl. Um, I think that was the reason why she let it, let her go is um, she realized the story was bigger than her. And she realized that a lot of people, everyone's gone through their own suffering. And again, it's a very conflicting moment for a lot of people because they're saying, you know, she should, she doesn't, she shouldn't care about those things. She should just kill them. But I think the journey that she went through, um, she realized that it was the only healthy it was the only healthy way for her is to kind of depart, detach herself. And to add that. to this, and yes, to add to this as well, man, I, I, I really liked uh, the dynamic of playing with Annie as well. Uh, and even just from a gameplay perspective, uh, it was really cool to play with her. Cause you got a lot of these, like these um, military grade, like weapons that, that you could uh, use instead of like, iron bars and uh <laughs> just like some old yeah that's shit, right, right that's right like ar-17 so, or something yeah exactly so it was cool like that that her gameplay itself was its own thing it felt like its own experience and i actually came to really 
enjoy her story. I almost actually, uh, and actually thinking back to this because I, I feel like I'm like reliving the game through my head and it's been a while since I've played the second right. one even. Uh, and I played quite a few games since then, but I remember liking Annie a lot more than I liked Ellie. Um, yeah. In, in her whole story. And I'm thinking back to what it was. Uh, and I think they just, they really portrayed Ellie to be like, just like this bomber, bro. Like, like a villain, like, really. Yeah. Like, that's what I was going to, uh, that's what I was going to say is you brought up a very good point. You just reminded me of what I was trying to get at is the way the story's played out is you think it's, oh, Ellie's the, the hero and she's going to take revenge and she rightfully so. And there's a scene where they cut to black, right? Where Annie like storms in that theater and just freaks out really. And to see the other side of the story, and this is what I mean by having characters be three-dimensional and to see like what Annie's gone through and her own, um, you know, kind of struggles and basically what, who she is at her core as a person, like she's not a villain. She, she is a person um, that was really attached with her to her father and she had a relationship with him and, you know, anyone that would have experienced a loss like that would go on a, a blood path, right? A war path. So to see that other side and to see Ellie become really like the villain, like the monster, that's how I perceived it at the end. I'm glad you mentioned that at the end, when you see them fighting it out, duking it out, um, you see Ellie kind of as that character, as someone that's, you know, I, I still respected her. I, I knew because I, from the previous game, but you just see, there's two sides to a story. <laughs> and I think that's what they've done beautifully, right? Uh, how you could play both sides. And I think that was important from the mechanics perspective that you play as both characters. So you feel immersed and then you feel conflicted at the end of the story. Definitely. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, the world is so rich, like you were saying. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that now thinking back to, because I know that I was saying, and I still stick to this because emotionally, I care so much for the characters that I want them to have a happy ending. You know what I mean? And I feel of like- like that's where my sort of uh, input about like, oh man, like I wish it just ended at the farm. Um, uh, but then you got to get a chance to see uh, the, the whole California coast and how a lot of those like the fireflies extended to like down there and you really got to kind of get uh, the scope of, uh, of, uh, of how large uh, spread like just that team is or, or, or and, and just play in that new environment right yeah uh, like the landscape right yeah it was it, it was really uh diverse but uh let's also get into like a few other uh, i have to make a. I have to make <laughs> i have to make a huge correction guys uh it's not annie it was abby abby <laughs> bro my annie annie some shit abby that is absolutely right oh bro oh my god wait just going back to her character design though like she looked like a man like yeah they made her look like a man like, like she, she had like she looked like they just threw like a man's body <laughs> like a military man yeah. I remember, like it being jarring at first and actually throughout because i was like even like <laughs> there's a scene where like uh i forget uh what the guy's name is but she's going on her mission <laughs> to to do whatever the fuck i don't even know the details anymore but then right. this this guy that 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 was supposed to have a baby and about to and is with this other girl comes to try to stop her and then they have sex on this boat yeah yeah and then she takes off like her shirt and i'm expecting to see boobs i'm like this is full-on pecs bro yeah yeah i'm like <laughs> i was really like 
because I was looking at, at, at her character design the whole time. I'm like, yo, this is, they just threw a woman's head on a man's body, on a military grade. Like unapologetically too. Like they just like threw it in there and then said, this is, this is a woman that, you know, is is that gritty and bare bones. Like she just does what she's, she's a survivalist man. Right. And you know, like that's what makes her who she is. And, And I loved how they, they took the character to the extreme, like inside and out. Um, yeah. And what's funny is that in many ways, I don't know if this was intentional, but my interpretation was she was even more feminine than she was Ellie because, you know, Ellie was really aggressive and psychotic and like does whatever it takes uh, to get the job done. And with Abby, like she has a heart, like she has like moments where she, you know, contemplates things and she has that scene where she helps one of the, um, damn, I I forgot all these names, but uh that asian a boy um and yeah, and, no, you're uh, and the sister right yeah uh you know help them escape like she has a moral compass and that's the important thing right but yeah anyway uh but before we go into like any sort of video game and things like that i'd like to know like what was the game or console that got you into gaming what so was it bro I, so i've been playstation almost through and through um I well actually I don't even know if I can say that because I started with the PS2 and then I also around the same time uh, got the first Xbox and um, and what really got me into it and it's funny because I don't even play these kinds of uh, games anymore like I don't honestly play first person shooters uh, that often uh, anymore but Halo really got me into um, into gaming and it was with the xbox and um and and halo 2 as well like the stories in those were actually really good really thought out like there was a huge world and it was very sci-fi and it was totally uh like totally my speed but i remember starting out with that game and um and at the time and even still my preference was more so uh like racing games uh like need for speed um and that series has been great through and through. Um, and then first person shooters at the time, which would have been like Halo. And uh, I have a few examples here, Call of Duty, obviously. Um, so you don't read, I just realized like you're flipping through some discs. You don't sell your games, eh? Like resell them or anything like that? You're like, you're like a collector? Uh, yeah, I have quite a bit of games here. And, I, and I've, I've sold a few. Um, Oh man, I don't even want to. Then, and this might not be popular opinion. I sold more of my PS4 games, and one of the games I almost immediately kind of threw out uh, with was Death Stranding. Oh wow! Isn't yeah. that like a really popular game? I, my buddy's played it before. It's man. It's it is a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, there, I was gonna the, say. the story. Te- the storytelling is great. The gameplay was too dry for me, bro. Yeah. The gameplay. That's was why too I didn't get it. That's yeah. That's why I didn't get it, man. Because like that's, I I I couldn't get past it. And and but I remember specifically the cinematics. I'm like, like I would go to YouTube and you know how you can like search up like all of like the cutscenes and it's like oh like the Death Stranding movie or like the like yeah. whatever. It's just they just stitch together the cinematic moments. I'm like yeah. I would, I would literally rather watch that than play the game because the gameplay was just so dry. And I heard that eventually it gets better. And like, they wanted you to feel that like dryness to set the tone for what this guy's life is. Like, it's just, he's just fucking. But it's funny you meant, it's funny you mentioned that though, with um, 
like the cinematic cutscenes because uh, I actually, there's a thing, uh, I know a lot of people do it where they don't buy the game or if they're too frustrated with it in your situation, they'll go on YouTube and they'll just watch the seven hour uh, cinematic cutscene of Death Stranding or I did Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. And I was just sitting there and I'm getting pumped up. I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. All done. <laughs> I beat the game. <laughs> even, right. but, but even so, like, like um, there are just some games that are so good and so well told right. that and that I'll play the game through and then I'll go back and sometimes even watch like my favorite parts of like mm-hmm. the cinematic moments and that. Uh, but yeah, sorry, going back to what we were talking about, like the yeah. console. Yeah, I started out with uh, the first Xbox and then I got the PS2. And then from there, I got the PS3, 4, and now I have the 5. What was your, uh, what did you start out with? Yeah, so for me, um, it was PS1. Uh, it was a gift when I was like, what five or six um maybe older and i remember having the first game that really got me into video games is uh crash bandicoot racing ctr that game was just unreal like playing in that blue cart and just going around the track and it was just it was like mario kart but on crack (laughs) because uh it was just nonsense like throwing things and you would run into like TNT boxes and they would make you explode. <laughs> uh, you had to grab certain peaches and they get you points. I don't know. It was just very nostalgic. And I've yet to play the actual main storyline games. That's what I plan to do. Um, hopefully when the prices go down, because video games are killing me over here. They're very <laughs> expensive nowadays. Fuck. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, then, yeah, I just been a PlayStation guy ever since. Um, if you want to really go back before PlayStation one, it was Game Boy Color um that's game a whole boy advance man. i yeah, started yeah, with the game boy advance oh shit um and then i remember i didn't get it and you know what i've never been a nintendo person mm. i've gotten the wii and i got it like way after they canceled it um to play like mario kart and uh and like i like racing games and those kinds of things like it's fun right um but like like there's i just got over it man i i yeah. I've never, I've never really been, and even now, like my girl, she likes it more. So she has the, the, the switch. She had the, uh, the original one and then traded that in for, uh, for the light, for, for the light, but because she found that she wasn't, uh, connecting to the TV often, yeah. she would just rather have it in the handheld. The only thing that I think sucks about the light is that there's no vibrations. I really like that. Oh, there element. was no, yeah, that's, that's a huge loss. Wow. That's very- like that's a huge thing yeah. yeah and like that's like to how like you interact with the game right and how it interacts with you and that's a huge thing actually about the ps5 man there's like some huge uh huge new tech uh in the controller itself and it actually receives updates the controller yeah. itself. yeah they call it uh they call it on the ps5 haptic feedback exactly what i just checked out yeah so and and the fact that there's actually updates on the controller i knew i know that's uh a huge win for the next gen console uh, you know, w- when these guys do the reviews for Xbox and PS5, they were just like, if you really want to get the PS5, you want me to tell you out of the consoles, which one wins it's hands down the PS5 because of the controller. Cause they go through all the specs and everything. And they said they're relatively the same, but if you really want me to decide for you, go for the PS5 because of the controller. And I've yet to find someone that's complaining about, uh, that kind of controller. There's even a, uh, a, a game called what a- Astro. Oh, Astro bro. play? Is it called yes. Astro play? 
Incredible. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I keep saying Astral World, but I'm thinking of like the Travis Scott album, but I think it's called Astro Play, right? So uh, it's Astro's Playroom. So Astro's Playroom, okay. So, so they had it for the PS4, and I think they also had it for the previous version. Um, but uh, for the PS4, you needed the camera, like the PS camera, and right. um, and like you needed, like it was a way that they kind of got you if you cared about it which I didn't really know what it was. So I didn't get like the camera or like whatever it is, but they wanted you to sort of pick up a lot more of their accessories, uh, which I think sucked. But for the one for the, uh, for the PS5, it's like, it feels like, like a Mario world in its own right. And like the graphics are insane for what it is that they're pulling off. Um, the, uh, the haptic feedback is, it's a great uh, example like the and i think that they wanted to have something in console to just show you regardless of whether or not you're going to get some games that are maybe a little bit more um more integrated with uh with their thing with uh the controller but it was a great way to show what the controller can do um in all aspects of the gameplay itself um really really cool stuff and um but uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to hop into the next question because I'm dying to talk about more of the PS5. But yeah. I'm just... <laughs> no, but, for uh... sure. I, I I just wanted to mention two things because uh, you may, you mentioned about the Nintendo Switch how you did not get into that whole kind of generation those generations and for me the only reason why I own a Switch or kept at it kept up to date is for Pokemon. Pokemon is so nostalgic to me, and I think it's because I played it. Um, when I was very little and mm. like I said when I play it it just brings me back to that very innocent time and I know my mother like I have a memory of her like surprising me with Pokemon Silver version so it's just if you don't have that experience I can understand because it's very hard to like you're into Last of Us you're not gonna pick up Mario Kart <laughs> throw a, and like this is the a thing, dynamite right? at a freaking cartoon dragon right a huge thing <laughs> a huge thing is nostalgia and that's essentially what Nintendo rides on that's why they are I believe they're the most profitable console uh yeah. on the on the market and it's because they've completely obliterated the the handheld market but also they're completely <laughs> juicing and milking their entire company based on nostalgia and it's good stuff like their content is good not to say that it's like that they're kind of just putting out shit just to get people yeah to buy because they need but they let's be honest with it. man it's solely I, I think it's solely based on you know Breath of the Wild, right? Zelda, there's going to be people that are going to throw shit at me. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, for me, you got Sony, right? That they just constantly are pushing the envelope. Like they're just expanding the way you tell stories. Like they made video games become an art form. And I don't, don't tell me this if you're an Xbox fan that Xbox, you know, Xbox is there solely to compete. That's it. To make the prices not go to like two grand for a PS5. They're not paving any new <laughs> yeah. paths, I don't think. For me, for me, like, okay, they had connect for what middle-aged people that are doing yoga, but it's just it doesn't vibe with me. I didn't I didn't really enjoy. I wanted to mention that's before we move on to the next topic. I got the Xbox 360 before I got the PS3, and only because at the time, you know, I didn't have a job. 13 years old, what parents gonna buy an 800 dollars PS3 for the kid? So I ended up getting the 360, and everyone told me, you know. Oh, it's the same. It does what it, it does the job. And this is a guy coming from a PlayStation 2. I have like 20, 30 games, an array of games, Jack, Ratchet, um, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants, whatever have you. And playing the Xbox 360, it introduced me to Assassin's Creed, but I could have easily played that on the PlayStation and Halo. But after that, I was lost. I did not like any of the games that were coming out. I saw my buddies, Infamous, 
um, Uncharted. Yeah, that's the games we want to talk get into, man. Like uh, insane. And I'm saying to myself, these are exclusives. So what are the? There you go, man. I love that you have your little album. Like I got a whole thing, man. Yeah, there you go. So you so you keep them like for whenever you want to play or nostalgia, right? I love it. Yeah, like like I mentioned, man. I've 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 sold a bunch, but man, a lot of the ones that I have here are like my favorites, and. Um, and I've played such such great games, man, over the years. And I have a lot of my my OG PlayStation uh, things. But sorry to to hop just quickly, mm-hmm. and because you said you got the the Xbox 360, and me at the same time having Xbox, and then the PS2 at the same time, and then the PS3 and the Xbox 360 kind of coming out in a similar time. I was torn there because, like I was saying, like. I was actually at the time more invested in the original IPs of a of the Xbox being Halo um, than I was with any of the original content at the time for PlayStation. So I had a hundred percent the um, like I was you like you would have thought I would have gotten the Xbox 360 for Halo Three alone because I had Halo One, Halo Two, and then Halo Three was a huge thing, and I was totally about to get it. And I think I got the PS3 as a gift. And then I was just like, eh, whatever, I'll just do this. And at the yeah, time, then, I didn't have and a then, job. And then you just got hooked. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But see, the thing, the thing what I want to mention, though, I, I do retract a bit of what I said, because Xbox, at the time of PS2, they did introduce Xbox Live. Like, they were the ones pushing for that whole online activity. Because I remember that was a big thing, uh, especially with the Halo 2 games. But yeah, the thing what... with me, is there, I just want to say this point. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say it, this it. point is the thing with me is they introduced those things, but then that was it. Regarding their IP, they didn't push for storytelling or engaging content. It was always these gimmicks. And I just, I never, I never got sold with that. Sony, I really did feel, and I still do believe that they are the, the, the go-to people for games. Like they love it to their core. They actually want to tell games for a mature adult audience. You know what I mean? Like an audience that loves to see it in an, in an art form. Sorry, what were you gonna say before? Uh, and sorry, I'm I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, but to also touch on like uh, the online aspect of these games, I dropped off online the moment they started making you pay for it. Because online, oh, okay. you remember online Same here? Was yeah, yeah. So see, this is we're very much free. alike that way. That's why I love having this conversation. Is not only are we into story driven, but I don't, you're right. I don't see PlayStation plus that symbol next to your name. And that's because you have to pay for it. And I was the same way. I'm like, I, I, it was fun, you know, to go online, but I don't, anyway, I'll let you continue talking because that's another conversation. <laughs> no. And, and like along the same lines as you, man. And as, 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 as what you're saying, like when you have to pay for something you have, I consider that an investment or an example of your investment a reflection of your investment yeah. in 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 how it is that you're going to use it. I liked playing first person shooters at the time, and I liked uh, like, like like playing COD online with my friends and everything. But did I care enough about it to pay for it? And not that it's expensive, because at the you can get it for what like seventy bucks a year or something, whatever. Uh, I but think like it's the moment a bit cheaper now. But yeah, it used to be. Yeah, it's a little cheaper. Like yeah. But the moment that, and I remember thinking at the time, I'm like fuck these guys <laughs> I'm like, you're just, like like it was just like you like you could play online if you had internet and you could just do that the moment they started charging for it I just 
I never, I, I just didn't find, I wasn't invested enough. Well, you grew, let's be honest, you grew out of it, right? Like you just said it is. And this is what I wanted to ask you, like, you know, story-driven games. Why do you choose? We both love story-driven games. Why do you choose these games as opposed to mindless shooter games? So it's, it's, it's very similar to, and, and coming um, forward as like a, like a filmmaker and like working in film and appreciating story. I uh, like the same reason that I go to the movies to like lose myself in like the content. Like I look at these games as literally like a new generation movie, you know, it's an interactive movie, which I Mm -hmm. think is really awesome. And it, and, and, and I'm a huge fan of open world games. I love that. Uh, It really gives you the opportunity to immerse yourself in these characters. I think it's literally, I think video games are like the evolution and will be the evolution of film. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and especially and I, with VR, I should mention, right? VR it, technology. Exactly. And and like to integrate all of like these these like high profile uh, actors doing motion capture, they're literally it's like a movie. It's an interactive yeah. uh, gaming experience, filming like or, or 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 cinematic gaming experience. Yeah. And and I just think it's incredible, man. I I I I want to get lost in the story. I want to get attached to characters. They're really offering really great content. Uh, for um, uh, for players to to really push the limits of the console itself and what it's capable of, and and I've really uh, come to appreciate uh, all of these new games, man. Like like the Batman Arkham Asylum games. Um, uh, well, you know, even the 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 Call of Duty campaigns aren't bad. See, I I'm the same way. I play those campaigns. The, and then I, and then they only last what five hours, but they're fun. Yeah, like World but War Two. Yeah. I played the Call of Duty World War Two one. That was fun. Exactly, and and I actually uh, played. Um, uh, what what was it? I think I actually sold it, but the Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare. Mm, uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Advanced Warfare. That was the one that brought me back to online. Like I was willing to pay. I should mention the sixty bucks or whatever it was at the time. That yeah. was fun because I, I had them all here. Yeah, I think Call of Duty took a break. Uh, for a while or I shouldn't say they take a break they release one every year but something to the effect of they were just doing a whole bunch of different call of duties and I don't know the advanced warfare I remember it becoming cool again like everyone was was online and a lot of my buddies were online and you know that whole feature where you can like double jump or something crazy and run on walls skeleton suit yeah exactly like something crazy and then like with anything it gets hacked and people are doing backflips and dodging bullets like it's the matrix (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's the mw2 games that's that's the modern warfare two days (laughs) yeah and and it was actually a a really good way to shake up the series i think i think that they were going back to like you know world war one they were it started to feel like the same that's 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 what it was yeah i think that's what it was they brought it back to the modern warfare yeah, uh, which is what made the franchise what it is today. Which is awesome, and, man. Like Modern yeah. Warfare Three, I thought was a great follow up as well. I have that here. Um, I Modern wish Warfare, there was. Yeah, what's up? I I wish that there was backwards compatibility for PS3 games on the PS5. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, I don't know why that. Yeah, isn't the technology so, you know, advanced that it could take care of something that was made in 2006 or that era i don't i don't but understand what would be awesome is, is that playing games on on the ps5 like ps4 games it mm-hmm. because of the next gen uh, uh specs like it enhances that gaming experience the graphics and everything and i think that it would it, it would even make like the ps3 game look. oh it upscales it the ps5 see i don't know anything about ps5 so yeah and well and bro i have a whole list here because i'm like uh 
there were some really uh, kind of early for their time uh, games that that um, for the PS4 that were initially released that were super buggy, like it didn't have the tech to sort of back the ambitious scale visually uh, of a lot of games and and um, and a lot of people are and I um, I'm, was looking on IGN, they had this article about uh, essentially the best PS4 games to play on the PS5 that were not shit on the PS4 in terms of like the quality of the game, but was very buggy, was laggy, and that sometimes can ruin a game, right? And so to play on the PS5, that actually gives it its spot and its uh, it, it's time in the light kind of thing. Like it 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 takes away all of those issues because of the specs of the actual console. It just right. turns it into a seamless experience. So I have a whole list of games here for my PS5 that um, that I want to. Uh, either play for the first time or replay uh ps4 games on um and so what are you playing now man what are you playing on ps5 right now that the audience needs to know because i see you on that thing grinding it out getting me jealous bro that's how i it it's 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 how i've been decompressing man i'll like do my work day i'll i'll log off spend some time with the family put them to sleep the moment they go to sleep my girl and i either watch a movie or play a game and this is actually a big thing about why i'm still gaming and it's like it's all about like your dynamic right and my girl actually likes to watch uh me play and um and she's more inclined to watch me play if it's like a cool story she can follow right and so so uh we go together like 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 she's into gaming with me as well and like uh, we'll select games to play uh based on the story because we want to like play the richest uh, uh, gaming experiences out there because it's in- it's entertaining for her to watch with me, and I think that that's really cool that she's into that as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. So I've uh, been sort of decompressing by by gaming. I've I picked up a lot of new games on uh, on the PlayStation Store. There's a huge amount of deals, and actually, I have. So my my girl got the PS5 for me for Christmas, and right. she had to actually buy it off of. Uh, off of uh someone who was reselling it and around christmas time they were like price gouging man they were there were ps5s people were selling for i think the higher end was like fifteen hundred dollars man yeah something stupid i remember because i'm still trying to cop one but i'm not willing to spend that much no yeah and actually i i think i i told you on the on the instagram live that that they just started restocking like walmarts and uh and uh best buys with the ps5 still sold out man yeah, and and no doubt, you know what I mean? Because yeah. people people see that and they go right for it. So I don't know, and I don't know why it's such a difficult thing. To, like, you release new products all the time. Just fucking make more, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> Order get more. it. Yeah, it's like the number one console, and you can't just pump out. Yeah, right. I always joke around. I'm like, screw the vaccines. Let's get the PS5. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. <laughs> well, to be honest, man, I'm not getting vaccinated, bro. Yeah, so. no, that, that that's an interesting point. I don't want to get too political on the gaming topics, but uh, <laughs> that's like, uh, that, it's interesting that you say that. Is it because of long-term effects or? Yeah, that's exactly why. And I have kids, man. Like, yeah, and, I think about and, that too, man. To be honest, you, I know. Like, you, like you know, like like just a quick <laughs> quick chat about this because I was talking about this the other day, and like we like there's like you need to wait for these to see these long-term effects. And what I think uh, this is really sketchy is that. Uh, that if you at a certain time if you don't have that like they don't say like you have to but you'll be limited to the things that you but that's can, yeah that's that's my biggest concern so i like understand the whole travel corner. thing because 
you know, there's countries and whatever, like, again, I, I can see that, but in the sense of you're going to have to have a card in Ontario and just all these more restrictions. And then this whole idea of these variants, like, am I going to have to take booster shots every time? Right. Like once I get the vaccine, like how many more shots am I going to take? So yeah, the, the biggest concern for me, I don't buy into the whole manipulation of DNA and all these conspiracies and tracking in your bloodstream, but I do subscribe to the idea of, you know, what are the long-term effects? Like how, what, what, what will be the causes, right? And the doctors, if you pay attention closely, they, they even say it. Um, we don't know. We can't tell you because time will tell. We don't know for ourselves. And they're honest about it. They, don't, they can't predict what's going to happen in the long term, how things are going to react or how it's going to affect the population as a whole. And what, what a lot of people fail to understand as well, I'm glad you mentioned about with your kids, is just because you get the vaccine, it's still, you still carry it right? And you have very young children that they can't get the vaccine period. So even if you were to take the vaccine, um, doesn't mean your kids are safe. So precautions should still be made. You know what I mean? Like for, for families that think what I'm saying is everyone thinks this vaccine is going to be the be all end all, but you should still be cautious. You should still be an individual that, you know, takes the right measures uh, where, sure. where they're needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people are, are, are kind of feeling pressured, right. To do it. And then, or and I'm saying like the opposite right. where it's like, you take it, right. Totally. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Your, your situation. Like, let's say you're the opposite. Like, no, I'm going to take it, screw it, whatever. But then it's like, are you forgetting? Like you could carry it, not get sick and bring it home to like a kid, God forbid, you know, knock on wood. Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. So anyway, but this would have been a perfect segue to <laughs> on this topic of pandemic, Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, of course. I know, right? This, this whole this whole uh, podcast needs to be edited to make it cohesive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark uh, Anthony Saria is gonna sit with me like it's a feature film, and we're gonna edit this thing. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, Something Daniel, I this is Act Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, uh, so yeah. You know, so, Wait, hold uh, on. So I wanted. Oh, hold on. I just wanted to mention something. Uh, sure. You were mentioning a lot about Call of Duty uh, campaigns. Yeah. And I was playing some games recently. I, I, I'm playing Uncharted re remastered trilogy. Everything's remastered now. But I've. I'm glad they did it. I got it for like ten bucks on Amazon. I was so happy uh, during Christmas. Three games for ten bucks. Oh man! Oh, amazing for deal, a right? Steal a steal. But I want to mention, okay, I'm going off tangent, but I do want to mention something with the PlayStation 5. You got the one with the disc, right? The disc slot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, it's very important that you got the one with the disc slot because I saw some shady stuff over the, the Black Friday and Christmas deals. PlayStation Store, for example, was selling that remastered trilogy I just mentioned for Uncharted, $30. <laughs> didn't budge, didn't go down. Maybe it went down to 20 All across the retail stores, 10 bucks. So if you have the digital version for a PlayStation right now, PlayStation 5. It's more expensive. You are cornered to buying PlayStation's products, <laughs> the PlayStation store. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's a good point, man. And and actually, I, I was totally uh, getting to this um, and I forgot at the time, <laughs> five minutes ago. Right. But when my girl got it, I was specific about getting the disc and I don't know, it doesn't really make sense now that I have all those fucking games here that I haven't sold, but I'm like, I always want the option to sell right uh if you buy digitally like you're kind of stuck with it um but and and i have sold games in the past but um but i mainly wanted to get the disc version for that option uh but for the last like like month actually for as long as i've had the ps5 there's been a lot of deals on the playstation store uh that you won't find and it's like similar to what it is here mm -hmm. like 
kind of on the flip side, there's a lot more deals on the PlayStation Store that have um, pushed me to sort of want to buy that, like $30 games that are like in store, like 60 or 70. Uh, and I don't know if it's just like promotions they're doing uh, to promote buying online. Uh, Sometimes they store. do have good deals, I should mention, man. But that's what I've been doing, man. Like I, I, I recently got this game Control. I just cleared it. It's an incredible game, man. I, 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 I sent you two trailers for it. Uh, super. Um, and it's a PS4 original. Um, but uh, they remastered it for the PS5. And that was a, an example of a game that was super buggy on the PS4 uh, that right. works almost seamlessly on the PS5. Um, but fantastic, man. It's like a mix of like Inception uh, and uh, and I can't even relate it to anything else. It's so original in its, uh, in its uh, game design and the storytelling as well. Uh, there are some spotty story moments, but like the visuals and the gameplay itself just blow it out of the water. Uh, but um, I, I just recently got that. I recently got Infamous uh, Second Light uh, or First Light, sorry. Um, yeah, I played that. Dope. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Infamous games, man. I had I have the first one right here. I have the second one also here. I, uh, I got Second Son as soon as it came out on the PS4. And then I had never actually played First Light because uh, it's sort of, it's, it, it's not like a full game. Um, it's almost similar to like Miles Morales in the sense where it's kind of like- It's a spinoff, yeah. It's like a glorified DLC kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I know, I know for Miles Morales, I haven't played yet, but you would obviously be more credible in this situation because you played the game. They argue that a lot of reviewers and things like that, they say it's not a glorified DLC. Would you say that about Miles Morales? Uh, the only reason I would say it's a glorified DLC is just because it's literally like a short game, right? Uh, but oh, it okay. offers it offers a lot more to it. Like the man, I'm a diehard Marvel fan, superhero yeah. fan. I can, I, I can sense that, and we're gonna talk more about the uh, Marvel Avengers game. <laughs> oh man, do I you like have to know it? what the hell. I don't have it, but we're gonna uh, talk about it for sure because I love oh, to man. see. I love to know why it did so poorly, and uh, I wanted to get it. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't sell it. That means you might like it. I'm giving it a chance. And 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 we can touch on this. We can build to it. But uh, they're fixing this game. A lot of the reason why a lot of people weren't liking it was because they wanted like the they wanted and coming off of like the Spider-Man PS4 being a completely immersive, like story driven game, uh, open world. People were expecting those elements from this game from just off of the success of this other Marvel game. Right. Um, and, um, and it just didn't offer the things that the fans wanted and they're fixing it now, uh, because, and they're listening to their fan base, which I think is really important. And, uh, I've never played destiny, but they compare it a lot to destiny where it's like this, like online looter kind of game. Um, but, uh, and how they eventually started releasing like patches and like fixes for the game um that made it into a better game now than it was at launch initially uh but avengers is taking notes because a lot of uh well the fans are like kind of outraged at like what the game ended up being and how uh decent the story was um but that they wish that they put more of a focus on the story itself and then also elements of free roam that 
aren't really there, but uh, they're continuing to release uh, DLCs that are fully story-based and that are expanding the world. And they've already released two. They've released a Hawkeye one that I think is coming out very shortly, but they released a Kate Bishop one, which is, I, um, she's also like a, the girl Hawkeye. And, uh, and they're also gonna be making DLCs for Black Panther, Spider-Man, um, <laughs> which on its own thing was initially supposed to be the same Spider-Man from Spider-Man PS4. It was supposed to be the exact same character. Spider-Man, oh, from- Spider-Man PS4. Spider-Man PS4, oh, okay. So that's being brought into the new Avengers. So initially, and because I played the PS4 oh, initially, okay. Spider-Man, the I, I I played the PS4 Spider-Man, one of my favorite games, right, hands down. Um, and they make and they make a reference to the Avengers, um, that actually got completely cut out of the remaster because they released a remaster for Spider-Man, right, right, with right. Um, with this this bundle for Miles Morales. Uh, oh my God. I don't even want to talk about it, but the fucking redesign for Peter Parker. Did you see that? Yeah, no, I, I didn't like it. Did you? No, man. Like, no, I didn't like, like it at all. What, why did they redesign it? Is that in what, 8, 8K or something? Is that how no. he looks in 8K? <laughs> oh, no. So they completely changed the, the model that they used for the face. It's a completely different person. Yeah, I know. Uh, but but, I don't, but what, why, why did they make that decision? I don't... So, Essentially, apparently, this is something that fans knew about. Uh, even like just after they released Spider-Man, like there was notice uh, that they were going to change him um, for some other reason. But it wasn't random. They announced that when they announced the game, and it was just like it got a lot of attention because the game won like Game of the Year and right. uh, and was a absolute blast and uh, it killed it and people got really attached to it and then now <laughs> with uh, Miles Morales um, they rolled out the new model that they mentioned they were going to do but nobody likes it and because Peter Parker is supposed to be like in his uh, mid to late twenties yeah or and or mid twenties. And the first person, like the first initial model, the the guy that that does this whole thing, um, looks older, right? And they redesigned with this new guy who looks much younger. He almost looks younger than Miles Morales. And the whole thing with them is that Peter Parker is his mentor, right? And it looks like they're the same fucking age. So it's like that was a lot of people. Like that was distracting to a lot of people, right? So let's see, let's see what what you're talking about here. So continue what you were saying and you're explaining yeah. that. So basically, cause my, I love the original design cause he seemed like a nice outgoing vulnerable kid, <laughs> like by his eyes and his facial. <laughs> right. So Look what if, they did to this guy. I don't they... know what, yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> he looks like a child, bro. He looks but, like, no, but, like, but he, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like you can see, like, I don't know. I don't think like, like Peter Parker, like he's like, he's supposed to look mediocre. You know, he's not a good looking guy. He's a little bit of a nerd. Like, yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. But, like, I like that he's not super handsome but or this, good looking. But this one on the right looks like he's a shit disturber. Could he I be like wrong? A, bit of a douchebag, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. He looks like, look, he even has like a little bit of that smirk. Like, what'd you say to me? <laughs> this guy looks like, <laughs> I got to save Aunt May. <laughs> or else i don't have a place to live tonight <laughs> you know I mean? this other guy doesn't give a shit yeah He's this a, other guy's just like what'd you just say bro what did you what'd you bro <laughs> bro you 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 talking uh, 
don't even Yo, know why I'm you, seeing this you're talking right smack? You're yeah. talking <laughs> smack? I sound uh, like I'm in high school. But look, um, man, like, like, like he looks significantly younger, and I don't like that dynamic. Pull up that look, look, look at that image right there of, um, of, um, of him and um, and Miles right there, right at the bottom. Scroll down. Right there, him this and Miles, one? right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they look the same age. They look like they're like high school buddies. They go to the fucking same class. Um, <laughs> like, like it doesn't look like a mentor situation here. You know what I mean? Uh, in any case, uh, in yeah. and completely when you're comparing it to, because uh, Miles, have you played Spider-Man PS4? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, a great game. Yeah, yeah. It. So Miles is in that at a cameo capacity. Like just look and, at that. Oh man! Oh, it's incredible, man! It's yeah. incredible. The you, the you play it with uh, Sunflower, right? Oh man! So you know what you can do on the PS5 that you can't do on the PS4. You can actually be playing Spotify music while you're in game. So what I'll do is I'll go to the Spotify app, right? Play the soundtrack from Spider Verse, and then play the game simultaneously and swing through the city with the soundtrack of Spider-Verse with the Spider-Verse suit. And it's nuts, man. Well, one thing I wanted to mention about the the opening, about this game, one thing I wanted to mention about the game is the opening shot and of Spider-Man uh, PS4. It's He's waking up and he's late and he hears the police scanner and you just get this huge, this this great establishing shot of all these different things about the character. You know, he's a messy guy. He's, he's a kid, right? He has Chinese food all over the place. He has newspaper clippings. It, newspaper like, clippings, exactly. Like- and it's just like a clash of all these worlds um, because that's who Peter Parker is, right? And it just was done so creatively. And again, back to Actually, our conversation, cinematically, right? About exactly. how these stories are in, yeah. Can I touch, just touch? Yeah, of course. It's just quickly in that intro scene. And it's something that, 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 that people love. And it's, and it really shows his character where uh, right, like right there, like that top uh, right one there where he's standing right by the window. uh, And he's, and, and he's about to jump out the window. He gets an eviction notice. Yeah. The eviction notice. That's what I want to mention. Right. So like, this is where they say that it kind of shows his character where it's like, he's torn between saving these people and then securing his own life right like like his uh like at home life like he's about to get evicted deal with that or save people and he always chooses to help people instead of these little cutscenes. these little cutscenes uh always make me laugh <laughs> yeah when you <laughs> fast travel when, when you he fast has to travel. fast travel like this is just priceless this is just in good humor of Spider-Man, that's awesome you know? It's just such a um, fantastic game that fantastic, I don't even. Well I, I don't even want to. I don't. I don't. I don't even want to fast travel. Like I want to swing through the city to go. Yeah. 4,000 meters. There this was way. a guy. There was a guy I knew, a friend that he. I, I don't know. It was very uh, peculiar, but he would just play the game, uh, swinging through the cities. Like he would. He beat it like probably five times, but he would just swing through the city, and he said it was therapeutic. Yes, 100%. Well, that's what I do as well. And, and, um, and something that I really like about Miles is uh, like, through the Spider-Man game, it's, 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 it's like, there's its own, it has its own soundtrack, and it's very, like, well put Mm -hmm. together. But Miles has like this similar sort of vibe, but it's like, like it like, there's a bit like a hip hop beat in it, right? And it feels original and feels um, definitely more in line. Well, that's his theme, right? Like, that's that's his that's his vibe right he's exactly black he's puerto rican and it goes again it speaks to 
the the Culture. flavor of, of, of the yeah like the, the testament of, of of why these stories are considered cinematic by people like us like in film right we we don't play games like a lot of people will comment on how we play video games and my biggest thing is it's uh it's it's a it's a way of telling a story and if you're you're a huge advocate of t- storytelling and you're passionate about you know, being immersed in, in the stories, this is a great avenue. This is a great medium that people oh, should so not good. deny at all. So I just wanted to look at uh, Avengers now. And is this familiar? Like what's going on here? This guy doesn't even look like Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, it's Tony so, Stark. Yeah. That looks like a Guido. <laughs> Bro, that looks Jersey like a guy at uh, Luxie's or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you guys who don't know, Luxie's what? is just this, this terrible yeah. club uh, from where we grew up. Uh, it was an all ages club, which is should be illegal. <laughs> Just saying that. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. So, so <laughs> with this game, here? man, with this game, there's a lot of potential here. And actually, if you didn't know this, the actor um, who's playing Iron Man is actually the same actor who plays Nathan Drake, Nolan. Oh, North. wow. So it's the same voice work. Same voice work. And, and that was actually a pretty big uh, selling piece. Well, I'm a huge Marvel guy anyway, so I would have gotten it anyway, but I oh, thought so it was a treating, really nice touch. Yeah, you're treating it like was, a true film. Like you follow, you you buy the content based off of, oh, this guy's starring in it or, you know what I mean? This guy produced Well, it, it was a good, it was a really good touch, I think, because mm, Uncharted nice. games are, are, are honestly, I think they're the gold standard of video games and 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 i like like the way i feel when i play it and it's the only i'm not gonna say last of us is my favorite because it's very well done very well told but when i'm playing a game and when i'm judging it for myself and 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 what i'm taking for it i like to feel good about what i'm playing and i like to feel like in a good mood right like it it was a little depressing at at at, at times and heavy the last of us and that's not my vibe all the time i want to have fun action good gameplay good acting some humor in it that's my ideal game and just for that reason uncharted makes my top um and 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 spider-man like those have got to be in like my top two let me see if i can uh, add a third right there to make a to round out a top three uh spider-man last of us uncharted lost legacy fantastic as well it, i gotta it, check that out yeah really really well done really really well done uh really uh it stands on its own uh there's barely any reference there's some uh references no cameos but references to uh to uh the the original uncharted cast main storyline but it runs on its own man like it's like they they it's a standalone yeah they introduced the main character and I believe this, the, the first uncharted mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and then takes it from there. Um, uh, but, uh, well, I wanted yeah. to mention, yeah. Um, with uncharted. Yeah. It's the games that I've played. Like I could see why you are saying uncharted or something like infamous or even, um, Spider-Man games are, are much more uplifting than last of us. I remember playing last of us. The storytelling is so good and so again immersive we use that word a lot where that's what it is you just feel depressed <laughs> and it didn't help that i was playing it during the pandemic this is before even vaccines were discovered oh man too real <laughs> it was too real man and i liked it in a way because you know me i'm psycho that way like oh like anything that makes me feel like i'm in movies you know but 
I remember it took it taking a toll. Like, like I was literally like with my head down walking towards the, the controller. Like I got to play this game and not cause I didn't want to play it. It's, it's just a, it's heavy. It's the energy. Yeah. It's like, it's like this book I'm reading. It's like, I, when I was reading the Harry Potter series, I would look forward to it. Like, okay, a chapter a day, two chapters, whatever. But with this book, it's uh 12 rules like, for life by Jordan. You know Peterson. what to expect. You know what to expect going into, you know what to expect, but I'm just saying is like, it's the mood and the energy. Like this is a well being book that I'm reading and not to go off tangent, but I, I enjoyed it. It's well-written, very, very intelligent arguments that he's making about mental health, mental health. But at the end of the day, it's like, you're just thinking like, Oh, that's what I got to do to, to be a better person. That's what I, it's just <laughs> heavy. It's just heavy on the soul. And anyway, I'm still going to finish reading it, but uh, there are days, yeah, that I don't look forward to that kind of subject matter, of course, because we're humans. We don't want to always be depressed or think about things. But that game was so well done, not to bring it up again, Last was Part 2, where it made you question things. It was thought-provoking, right? Uh, characters and basically the dark depths of humanity. So very, very powerful stuff. And I wanted to mention with Uncharted, you know, I was the kind of guy that was... <laughs> I don't even know if I can call myself a Sony fan after saying this, but uh, I completely dodged all three games on PlayStation 3, maybe because I was going through a Call of Duty phase and I was more into the infamous franchise. And then on PlayStation 4, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'll just get Uncharted 4. You know, it's a hyped up game. I could, I, I'll connect the dots when I play it. <laughs> so I play it and I, I understood what was happening. Obviously, it's a standalone game. It doesn't need the predecessors. But then I'm like, you know what? I need, I need to play. Like they treated it like a movie and I need to, to give this game respect. And luckily enough for me, I saw it on sale and I was able to play, you know, the remastered. I'm on number three. Uh, number two is very well done. I know it's considered the best one among critics and fans alike. But the first one, man, it's, uh, it was kind of funny, man. It was kind of, kind of fun of funny to play. I think it's because I'm playing it two generations ahead. And it gets some laughs for me. Like you shoot a guy in the leg and he does a backflip. <laughs> Yo. So this is, I have. So I actually, the only Uncharted game I haven't played is the first one. And right. I started with the second one. All right. So this is the PS3, uh, the PS3 game of the year edition, there Uncharted 2. Amazing. Followed up Uncharted 3 got the ps4 for that uncharted 4 beauty and then i was interested so i got legacy and then even after then i'm like okay i don't really play on my ps3 anymore like i have it in my basement i don't it's not even connected but i'm like i want to see what this looks like on next gen so then i got the collection <laughs> and how is it does it does it like blow you out of the water um it's not bad it's not like it's not bad uh, like the un you notice it more with like the second one right but like the third one was already like pretty good visually um and uh and i had already played pretty much all of them so i just wanted to see what it would look like and it was 10 bucks it was like 20 bucks when i got it yeah 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 uh but uh but i'm a huge fan of this series still yeah i'm a huge fan of the series and 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 similar to what i was kind of talking about previously about like how it's kind of difficult to go back and play like the first one when it's like you know kind of right. what to expect from like a graphic perspective after coming off of playing like uncharted 4 that looks like a mm -hmm. fucking like visual masterpiece I'm yeah, like, i don't doubt it that it's compare good. that with the original like it just looks like so so sloppy it's you like the halo mean? halo compared to like halo 6 or whatever halo 5 exactly the first halo 
But um, yeah, so speaking of all these video games and, you know, before we wrap up, uh, what do you think the future of video game looks like? What do you, what do you think? Are you excited for what's to come? Like I know VR technology we talked about, I think that's what's going to take over. Esports is another thing. But what about you? What are, what are your thoughts? Do you know, I've been putting a lot of thought into this, man, because I don't think VR is mainstream enough right now. I definitely think that that's where the future is, though, because that's the next step. When you think about what they're doing and they're really uh, elevating um, like these games uh, in, a, in, a, in a bunch of different ways that I think that once it becomes more mainstream and once, and I think it's also cause it's a little bit expensive to get the gear for like, for the um, like for it's like 700 bucks to get like right. a VR setup. Right. And like, not a lot of people have that. And the thing is, there's not a lot of uh, selection for that. Once you get it, you know what I mean? Like there's not a huge library of VR games. And I think that that would push people um, to, uh, to actually purchase it if they made like real games as follow-ups to maybe like if they made like an uncharted or, 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 or something with that VR technology, um, people are invested in that series. And I think that that would be a smart way to get people on that is to put the follow-ups to like your favorite games on this that you can only play on that um, to kind of make that exclusive within an exclusive. Right. Um, but I, th I think like when you think like when you watch movies like uh, Ready Player One, like how that's like the future and they're in this like they have this whole it's, it's basically VR and there's have you played uh, or watched that movie? Yeah. Ready Player One. So yeah. like it's like very this good. Futuristic, Spielberg, right? this, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. this futuristic stuff. Right. And like there's literally people who have like who are uh, and like they're they're strapped to like their VR and a lot of people have setups where they're like in like these little cage type things like so like, they're running on like these treadmills and like yeah, running yeah, around yeah, yeah. they even yeah. have like like uh, tech like where it's like uh, body gear where it's like if you get shot you can feel it like it's like to immerse yourself 100 yeah. percent. I think that's the future like far out though because what they're doing now to elevate this gaming experience is adding I think uh better storytelling making it more cinematic mm. and then also adding like actors making doing more uh, uh motion capture it's literally movies you know what i mean like a lot of like like og games like it's computer generated completely like you don't need other actors it's just voice work they were doing before but if you look behind the scenes on uncharted games if you look behind the scenes on any of the naughty dog productions um like there are full-on sets like they're in warehouses they're in whole constructed things it's like you're filming a movie and it honestly looks more fucking complicated <laughs> than there's, a, there's, a a, movie. there's a director script supervisor there's people on set you know you didn't say this line you missed it what's my line <laughs> like it's a they movie take bro it serious. they take it very, <laughs> it's, a movie. it's a movie it's a movie man and you know speaking of uh movies uh have you heard the news because you're a big fan of uncharted with regards to the casting like are you a fan of all that uh i wasn't sure the direction they were going with uh, I didn't know that it was going to be a prequel uh, and seeing there was a, and actually pull, pull, pull this up. Actually, they released yeah. an image of, uh, of uh, Tom Holland. So Tom Holland uh, uncharted pick, and he looks pretty good in it. Hearing him initially being cast as Nathan Drake. I was like, eh, I don't know that I but love is he that. A, is he, is he as convincing as uh, Nathan Drake? 
And well, this is the thing. He's supposed to be young here. So that's the only, and like, he has a good look. He has everything like, like the, he has the necklace. He has the holsters. Like, even if you just look briefly, like just scroll up a little bit right there. He's not thrilled. What's this all about? Have you heard this? I don't know what to believe. Doesn't sound, no, I have no idea. I, I, I haven't actually looked into any of like the, yeah. the behind the scenes of what they're what image what were you there. saying that's the image right there of of uh, of tom holland standing there as nathan mm-hmm. drake and yeah. if you oh actually right there so there's so right beside it there's that image and then him right beside um this one actual, right yeah, yeah right there so you got like the whole color scheme like like they got the costume design right i think i i, I wasn't no, for sure sold. i wasn't super sold on tom holland being nathan drake but they kind of released the fact <laughs> that it was a prequel and what and, about and go, go ahead go ahead mark Wahlberg is sully yeah you're what, about to... yeah is that yeah that's exactly what i was gonna <laughs> it looks like a fucking like it looks like a porno it looks like, like yeah like a... it doesn't look it doesn't like suit i i didn't think he is he gonna replicate that voice because i don't know if it'll sound comedic that's the thing man the thing about sully like that voice is iconic like that they had to pick someone that was rough around the edges you know seen some shit do you know what i'm talking about like those yeah like i don't seasoned... think it looks like seeing him up against like some screenshots of like Sully, like it doesn't look like terrible, but like there's something about that voice, man, about um, that is like almost it, 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 like he's essentially like the best friend kind of father figure to to um, to uh, Nathan Drake and like right. games, like that dynamic of like best friend dad type thing, and like his voice, I don't know, just sounds like so like like it's like. I don't, I don't even know how to like i know it. i'm laughing because I, there's a guy that i follow a youtuber uh john flickinger and he makes fun of his voice and he's like hey optimus prime you want you want you want to go get some bumble you want to go beat up bumblebee yeah yeah let's go talk to some animals like i don't know he has what? this like high pitch you that was send a me bad that. impression send me that no no send but, me that because that sounds hilarious yeah yeah i will i will definitely send you that but i picture that is that how it's going to be with uncharted like Come on, come on, Drake, Drake, you wanna you wanna you wanna mess? <laughs> you wanna... I don't know, man. Like, he better do something with like, his no. voice though. He he no. better do something with his voice. Oh man, he has this weird voice, bro. It's like not I, we I looking, don't we're not looking for treasure, no. <laughs> he has that voice, you know what I mean? It's like, like... Is it gonna be something like that. My impression's terrible, but no, but like just yeah, yeah, like he's it's very soft. It doesn't sound like gruff and like 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 the guy's got a bit of a rasp. He's got a an interesting voice, and I think like this guy would have been good. This guy right here, I don't know his yeah. name. Uh, uh, he was in uh, uh, in uh, Avengers, Civil War, Civil War, right? Avengers and all that, but Civil War primarily, where he gives that speech about the UN wants you to sign a document to um, legalize mm. your uh, yeah. Inter- he would actually be a really countries. great. Yeah, he he would actually be a really good modern day. Uh, Sully for sure. I what think. about Last of Us? Let's get into Last of Us because I know HBO picked that up. Oh my that god! Really I, I don't. I don't like who they cast for. Uh, no. 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 And actually, let me show you. Um, I've seen this girl before. Who is she? Where's she from? Yeah, she's all right. Uh, she's she's from a show. Um, I don't like. I think that they only cast Pedro uh, Pascal because he's really. Uh, He's really well known at the moment, like with Mandalorian. He is, yeah. Look at this guy. I don't know his, the, the that's actor's the name. That's the guy. That's the fucking guy. That's my fan. He should have been in. That's What's his the, name. His name is it's like Nikolai or or like Nikolai something. Jamie and, played Jamie in Game of Thrones. Exactly, and I was just about to tell you that's my fan cast. That was the fan cast. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nikola Nikolaj Nikolaj. 
yeah coaster coaster waldo whatever yeah. he yeah. was my fan he this was a huge fan cast for a long time and like look who they chose man i don't know that i like Pedro they chose Pascal's the wrong game of thrones actress they should have just gone with Game of Thrones people, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but they chose a the wrong Game of Thrones. They chose, they chose her for Ellie, uh, Ellie but yeah. they didn't choose her for Joel. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think I, that makes a good point, Pedro Pascal. I think he's a good actor. Uh, he might pull it off. It's just... It's just the look-wise. Yeah. I think there was yeah, better. the look and the believability. Yeah, that, that's like, look at that. Like, that. that's on point, Like, bro. he's seen some shit, you know? Yeah, and that's on point. Look at that. Like, that's like... I, I don't, don't know. Think... I don't think they cast this girl, right? uh no 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 the ellen cast... page ellen page looked like this girl but yeah she's going through her own thing do you know that i, th- I think uh she i either called them out on it or did legal action oh she uh, actually was pissed she wasn't like hey yeah, that's my look oh i thought she because i think that they deliberately even said in like the, the production of the first one that they used her <laughs> as inspiration and uh she's yeah she, they're, they're like she didn't get royalties she didn't she didn't get a cut for it right so and i think that they deliberately even said that they uh that they uh based kind of the look on her and she was like uh i think i can juice some money out of this one yeah that's a whole conversation about like me uh the likeness in hollywood and you know how this thing called deep fake that there's this technology where you oh, can yeah put someone's face like that's what's going to happen they're going to have you sign a contract that says we own uh your likeness and if we use it you know because i think we can just keep talking about this man we have to do this in parts yeah for sure no but this was a good introduction to our many more gaming conversations and whenever i get that ps5 i become like the seventh person in the world to get it i will tell you about my experience and all the games miles morales is the first awesome. game that i have on the list so i can't wait to tell you about it and blast sunflower by post malone hell yeah yeah, hell yeah. so right, anyway man. man it's always been a pleasure uh plan to do more of these and yeah we'll talk soon all right sounds good brother take it easy man take care man